So that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to be honest, I would have told you at that point, I will never be self-employed. I would never be an entrepreneur because it was scary and it was not in my, my even like realm of possibility. Um, honestly, my husband was my biggest champion of like kind of every year he'd bring up something of like, mm, should you really be working for other people? Like, I don't really think that's who you are. And it, I, it took me a long time to believe him, but God bless the man. He was persistent and he, yeah, yeah he's, he is without a doubt my biggest champion. And he was wow. the one who saw it 15 years ago when we got married. Hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Emery, and this is the happy CEO podcast. For me, being a happy CEO means finding alignment in all of the areas of your life that matter most, like love, health, career, finances, personal development, and of course, self-care. In 2020, I made a huge pivot in my career as a cosmetic dentist. I decided to hang up my white coat and go all in on my dream of helping others discover their own success path through inspiring conversations, tools, resources, and community. Are you ready to take control of your life and go all in on your dreams? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Happy CEO. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Happy CEO. I am so excited to be here today with Michelle Puccinelli. She is the CEO of her company, Micromarketer, and I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, I found her, we found each other rather on Instagram, and her belief is that every small business deserves great marketing, and she is all about finding people help, aka virtual assistants, which we all need in our businesses, um, I feel like anyway, in the online space. So welcome to this episode. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. Oh my gosh. There's so much more to dive into as well with that opening, but I figured we would dive into your story and how you got here. And I can kind of tie in my story with yours as well when it comes to stepping into the online space Mm -hmm. um, and the lonely world of that and the unknown. And it's just so different. Um, you like me come from more of a brick and mortar. You were a teacher, correct? Correct. Yeah. So once upon a time I taught high school history. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was a shift. Yeah. So I, um, probably eight years ago entered the kind of online space and was just doing a lot of different freelancer jobs, still kind of in education, Um, and, you know, always loved that education had both the creative and the analytical side. Um, but ultimately in the online space, missed people, right? Missed being with people, missed having teammates, collaboration. And so I kind of by the skin of my teeth got my first marketing job. It was super entry level, uh, social media manager. And that was it for me. It was marketing from there on out. And so I just kind of piece by piece got myself the experience in all these different areas of marketing um, so that I could really know all of the different zones of marketing. 
um, and eventually started to become the marketing director for several businesses. So I just started doing really small little contracts, helping small local businesses, got, you know, bigger and bigger clients. But the problem with that is that you become an agency of one, right? You become Mm -hmm. one person trying to do all of the things. And then, you know, people are recommending you word of mouth, which is great, but you reach a point where you can't take on anybody else. You're tapped out. Mm -hmm. So what I realized is that so many people need marketing help and they just don't know where to find it, how to find it and how to prepare their businesses to find it. So that's when I started to, instead of, you know, trying to take on more clients on a retainer basis, help these solopreneurs, small to mid-sized businesses prepare their businesses to outsource. And then once we have done all that prep work, that's when we go out and we're actually finding the specialists that they need to grow their business. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I didn't realize that you did the prep work, although I did see on Instagram as well that you did say brand book. And I'm, you know, I mean, that is a must in business for anybody. And there is so much. I, I do, you know, believe that people are like, Woo, this will be fun. And I'm just going to do it and jump. And then it's like, okay. Right. Uh-huh. The, the SOPs aren't in place, like you said, and they don't have, um, yeah, a lot of this, the detailed things. So you actually work with your clients to get all of that in place first. Yeah. And you know, this is one of those things where you learn as a CEO, as you go along too. Yes. Cause at first I was just helping people outsource and it didn't always go super well, right? Because I can't control somebody else's business. I don't know what they have in place. And so sometimes we would find this incredible hire for them, but it wouldn't work out long-term because the onboarding wasn't set up. There was no crystal clear messaging. So now I only will work with a client who is ready to do all that prep work too. So there's three pieces to it. The brand book, as you mentioned, which yeah. of course, most people are like, yeah, I have my logo. I have my right. colors. They don't get it. No. no, no, no. That's not your brand book. And then the <laughs> SOPs, you have to have some very clear standard operating procedures. It can be as simple as listing everything out in a Google doc, or you can get really you know, big and beautiful with some kind of hub or library. And then the yeah. third piece is an onboarding schedule. What do you as a business owner expect them to be able to accomplish after a week? two weeks, three weeks. And because it's marketing fields and I understand all the different marketing specialists, I oftentimes have to help the business owner come to reality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they might think that their new hire is going to be able to accomplish something in two weeks that isn't actually a two month goal. So it's really kind of taking them by the hand and we, we present all the deliverables to them. Um, But we're asking the questions and helping them be more thoughtful about the process than they probably wouldn't have ever been. I love that. Um, The VAs that you are, that you are referring to, how are you finding them or connecting with them? Yeah. So they're not just VAs. I would say a lot of the people that I am helping um, business owners hire we're going to start with the VA, especially if it's their first ever hire. 
Um, there are so many incredible specialized VAs out there. Some that specialize in social media, some that specialize in copywriting or email marketing. Like they themselves are not an email marketer, but they've had enough experience inside of it that they can help with all those admin tasks. So we often start with the VA, but there are lots of times where I'm also helping a business owner find an SEO expert, helping them find somebody to run their paid ads, helping them to find a copywriter, whatever it is inside of the marketing realm is it's all up for grabs. I love that. Are they in the United States? They can be, but they don't have to be. Again, it kind of depends on the business owner's preferences. Mm -hmm. Um, VAs in particular, I'm finding an incredible um, just trove of talent outside of the United States, particularly in Latin America, the Mm -hmm. Philippines, um, just a wonderful trove of treasures there. And so it just depends on what the business owner, obviously their budget, their values. Um, Sometimes working hours is a big factor. You know, they need somebody to be available during us working hours. Sometimes they would actually prefer to have somebody work during their night. So it really is going to depend on their, their preferences and their needs. Yes. That's awesome. I've worked with, um, especially in the beginning, when I started in the online space and was, you know, big into, um, you know, I'd been to funnel hackers live and, and doing all kinds of things and learned, you know, earlier on, right. To outsource and had, had found some incredible VAs, um, in the Philippines, like that I worked with for some time. I actually have one, she's still with me in the event that I wanted a video just like edited. I could, I could get in touch with her and she's fantastic. And so there are so many, but I, since having stepped into the online space as well, um, whoa, you know, it's been a lot trying to figure it out myself. And I wish, because it's been years now, um, and when you're in the online space, you're going to have VAs or independent contractors, like for everything, right? So yes, I have a copywriter, I have hired email marketer, like everyone, you want someone really in their zone of genius, at least I do, um, And then I've also onboarded, some have become like part of my team actually through working and starting with me, just we falling in love with each other. Like this is a perfect fit. And they've transitioned. One of my team members now started uh, and she's just such a brilliant creative. I love her so much. I, I, I want, like, I hope she's with me forever, but you know, they're just, it can be beautiful relationships for sure that unfold. But there was one time in my career to date that I did sign on with, I think I got a little bit overwhelmed with it all. So I did sign on with a company um, where they did a really hard sale on the phone. And I see it now like in reflection and they got me when I was in the zone and through their marketing and whatnot. And I was like, yes, like they're going to find someone for me. And I had to pay like three months, uh, you know, several thousands of dollars and whatnot. And then when I, and I specifically specified what I was looking for. And when that person was assigned to me, like they didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt so, even now, you know, kind of like, totally. um, you know, it's so personal, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Like the people who we hire to work on our behalf so deeply personal because our business is essentially part of who we are. So to, to entrust that with somebody else, it's like dating, right? Like trusting somebody with your heart. Well, yes. And the company was like, we need a three month lead time to train this person. So I'm like, all right, here you go. I understand that as a business owner, I understand it's going to take 
you to train this VA for my business because I've given you all the things and it just didn't. So that's where it kind of, you know, fell flat and that was unfortunate. Um, But I love, but this is different, completely different and working with you. And I love that you bring to the table, one, a relationship to the, the strategy and creative, because what I have found as well is a lot of entrepreneurs are extremely creative. I am extremely creative and I am lacking the strategic piece in the online space. So as a business owner with brick and mortars, I had teams and humans with me. I could absolutely lead and run businesses that were, (laughs) you know, like I said, brick and mortar there that I could walk into and see and all that. When, you know, moving into the online space with the parts and pieces that are everywhere and people that you're trying to manage in multiple places and everything else. And all I want to do, like I said, is create, right. it's, it's hard because the systems and processes, the SOPs that maybe I, you know, that I have had in place are now online. So I do use tools like Trello. You've, you've even mentioned that Trello. I've tried to move everything to Asana. I didn't love Asana, moved it back to Trello, tried ClickUp. <laughs> you know, I've been there and done all of it yeah. over the years now. Um, but what I have realized and found in my business that I have to, it's very, very important for me and for, for women to, to realize number one, you can't do it all. You just can't. If you ever want to move forward scale and not burn out, you've got to find where your weaknesses are. And for me, that is, I need a strategic person in my business to lead. I, I need an online business manager, for example, yeah. um, which, which sometimes with, with somebody like me, it's just like, but no, I want to launch this tomorrow. <laughs> you know, but, right. um, as a Manny Jen, like I've got the hit now I want to go, but I need someone yeah. to put me in place to say, okay, slow down for a minute. You know, mm-hmm. we need, we need a nurture time. <laughs> and so I believe in one of your posts as well. You were like, the boss needs a boss. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true because it's, um, so much of, and my zone obviously is marketing, but what's interesting is that so much of my job as a marketing director is not the big marketing vision and like coming up with great, because like we're hiring a marketing copywriter to write me rad copy. We're hiring a beautiful designer to lay out a great UX design. My job is actually very operational. It's for Mm -hmm. me to see all of the parts and pieces that are absolutely crucial to get a job done and to make sure that they're in place. So we bring a lot of that. I often kind of say we're like marketing director for rent and it's that same thing of like, you gotta, you gotta get your operations set so that you know what's possible and it doesn't all come crashing down. So, you know, even your VA can be the boss of your schedule, right? Like sometimes as, as a creative or as an entrepreneur, we're like, yes, I'm going to say yes to this and this and this. And if you have a VA who's managing your schedule, they could be like, did you forget you have a dentist appointment on Tuesday or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, um, I have had even, so prior to stepping into the online space, I had made the decision in my business because I was starting my other business. So I was at Sugar Fix. I had dental soiree. Um, and I was looking to start my whitening bar. I, I put my hand up and was just like, I need a personal assistant and met like Lori, who has become a best, best friend. And she is still my assistant to this day, nine years later. Um, now in the online space, cause we live in different states. So we both, you know, transitioned, but she is absolutely. 
I don't know what I would do without her because the number of emails I get, I don't want to get emails all day. I would be literally in the emails all day long. And the things I sign up for, the the masterclasses and things, she's always adding to my calendar, you know, podcast episodes, everything. Mm -hmm. She is just my go-to woman that keeps me in check with what's on deck moving forward. So again, I can stay in my zone of creation and thinking about what it is I want to do, which is ultimately moving the needle in my business. Yeah. It's so important. Like just giving yourself permission to stay in your zone of genius is huge. And it will feel like such a relief. Like when you first give yourself that permission, even if it's two to three hours a week that you're starting to outsource, yes, it's going to feel amazing. Yes. It's so good. I mean, I still, I've had a copywriter now forever that does not write my copy copy. Um, but she helps me with my content club. So like I have an online, uh, you know, membership, but she does it's now. So that membership that I created is on auto freaking pilot. And it's a dream because, so I take the pictures and I've already got them batched, but it's just like, I know that not only is she going to write that copy, like I've approved it, ticked it off in Trello, but it's, she's putting it in. Like it's all going in every single 15th. I don't even have to worry about that part or piece. Oh, good. Oh, it's so good. It's so dreamy. Um, and it's, it's so worth it. You know, it's, yeah. it's so worth it. And so there are, there are so many people, um, that, yeah, I feel like people in business, what would you recommend to a woman that is starting in the online space that has kind of jumped in? Um, just, yeah, a beginner. Yeah. To almost everyone, my first recommendation is a VA who has a social media focus. Um, And the reason why is because so often we waste so much of our time and energy on social media. It's so important. And I'm not just talking like scrolling. I'm talking about like, you're actually in there doing content, thinking of stories, overthinking your stories. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so having somebody whose whole job is an hour a day to do engagement for you, to check comments, to check DMs is going to free up so much of your time and space. And you're still in there creating content. You're still you know, you're going to have to create a really great relationship with that VA so that you can be honest and give them feedback on the things that they're doing. And they're going to eventually learn, you know, which DM should they leave unread for you? And you know, at the end of the day, you're going to go in there and check their DMs. Which ones do they have permission to respond to? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what accounts are they supporting? Once you really get that dialed in, it's going to feel so dreamy because, you know, you're not allowing yourself to be distracted anymore by something that's a really important channel. Yes. But it's a really hard channel to get the ROI out of when you're the only one putting in the work. Yeah. I mean, it can be overwhelming, especially for a lot of us that maybe even have, well, at least I know a lot of people too, that like have, you know, a brand account, a brand account and then a business account. Um, and, and I think that's a very smart thing to do because in the event, anything happens to one you've built because we've heard this happen, right? Knock on wood, been very fortunate to date that nothing has happened. I would, I would cry like more, not more so not that I would lose. It's like the legacy. Cause for me, I post according, it's my story, my life. It's like what I'm leaving behind, my journey and evolution over this lifetime for me and like for my kids and and whatnot. It's, um, I I love to see that. And so that would be, like I said, my heart would just 
hurt. <laughs> but I do think it's important to have, like I said, a, another one, then you don't have to start from scratch. I also think it's a nice place where people get to know you, your persona, and then on your business, you can really go more hardcore as to what your services are, et cetera. But it is yeah. a lot more work. Uh, but having somebody for sure, you know, I, I could be in that rabbit hole all day if mm-hmm. I, if I, uh, if I chose to, but yeah. just so that the listeners can, we touched on this a little bit before we just, we hopped in and on to record, but that you can have, because a lot of times too, entrepreneurs do not want to, are super hyper, like don't want to outsource because they're like, it has to be me. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. But so with me, for example, I was like, oh no, like I can't, I don't want somebody else to write, you know what I mean? Like from me. And in the DMs, you can have it say like team soiree, team that is a team member um, trying to help somebody, but at least they are being responded to because we know the, the conversion, like everything works when people feel like they're taken care of when they are in the moment and they're making a buying decision or it's top of something's top of mind. You want to make sure that you're able to um, just from a customer service standpoint, you know, answer them like, absolutely. Yeah. Post and ghost. Yeah. I think that's the number one fear I hear from entrepreneurs is how can I possibly turn this over to somebody? Mm -hmm. And it starts with that brand book. So, you know, as I mentioned, it's not just your logo and colors, but it's, um, do you swear? What what are your grammar rules? Is it okay to misspell? What are your favorite emojis? Um, like I personally don't love the like, Hey girl, kind of language. So that's in my brand book. We don't use that kind of language. So the more dialed in that can be the easier it is to turn over. But it's also important to remember that like, you're going to have to give a lot of feedback and you're going to have to have some grace. So for the first couple of weeks or even a month, Ask your VA to run everything by you first and you can give them feedback on, oh, I wouldn't use this word. I would say this. And if you've hired the right person, they're going to be able to adapt and learn that. Um, And then on the flip side of that, I absolutely have given my VA permission to be herself. So there are times where she will say, you know, Michelle is in Yellowstone with her family for a week. She's so excited. I know she's going to be so excited to get your message. I just want you to know that she won't respond for a few weeks. You know, I'll put it on her calendar. So I think that's important too. Like we're not trying to fool anyone. Yes. Um, we're just making sure that we're being active. Um, a, a piece of this is feeding those dang algorithms, right? right. Like yeah. I know that my account is still active even when I'm taking a vacation, because I know she's in there, you know, hyping up my fellow business owners and sharing stories and stuff. And so even just that piece of it is so important. And I think it can be really easy to turn over when you're prepared. Yes, no, for sure. Um, I think in knowing, yeah, I love that. The language is so it is so important. Like I speak emoji language I've noticed. So like, it's because it's fast. It's on the fly for me. And it's definitely my personality. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's I have a tendency to drop, um, you know, being a big cheerleader and all, but it is, it's just a lot. It's, it's so much to have to, um, 
you know, even though we want to love on all of the people and humans that we see like in our world, especially as solopreneurs, like you were saying, meaning yes, we have teams, but we're like in a space by ourselves. I mean, I, I really, and the reason why I even host retreats, I think is because I just love the energy. Like I want the humans I, I do miss. So I love playing with them in the space, but you do lose like so much time, but I also want them to know that they're taken care of too. So if it's an extension of you, it's an extension of you. It doesn't mean it's not you. Um, exactly. They're still being, yeah, seen and loved on, which is, which is fantastic. So I love, yeah. love having a VA. I think um, something, and you can probably speak on this too, is, but when you're hiring a VA, what I have found is that sometimes people get into the online space and they're like, oh my gosh, all the things. And I didn't really know. So I need a VA and I need that VA to, so the VA is supposed to pick up to your point. You have a, you know, you were training the VA with SOPs and telling them what you want, not looking to a VA for what you should do. <laughs> right. That's not that role. There are right. those roles, right? Yes. There, if, if you are at that point, then you can hire that role, but a VA is not meant to do that. And, and frankly, that's pretty unfair, I think, to the yes, VA exactly. because they're probably not making the wages of somebody who is coming into your business and helping you with strategies. So, yes. you know, that's, that's not, I think, a fair estimation of their correct job description. Yes. I've just seen that with, you know, say clients that do that and they're like, but they're supposed to do it. And it's like, no, <laughs> you have to understand. So yes. that's why I love like you and your company because you set entrepreneurs up for success with all of this brilliant, you know, knowledge that, that you have with your company. So go back for a second with me. When you were a teacher, did you dream of what did you dream of when you were a teacher? Were you like, I want freedom? Like, I, I want a different life. Like, what was that yeah. into this world? Yeah, such a great question. Um, I never was able to verbalize it like that because for me, it was, I want to be able to to pee whenever I want, right? Like, <laughs> it was things like that. It was, I want to be able to go out to lunch with my colleagues and not wolf down my tuna sandwich yes. in the 15-minute lunch I get. So that's what it was. Um, and, and to be honest, I would have told you at that point, I will never be self-employed. I would never be an entrepreneur because it was scary and it was not in my, my even like realm of possibility. Um, honestly, my husband was my biggest champion of like kind of every year he'd bring up something of like, "Mm, should you really be working for other people? Like, I don't really think that's who you are. And it, I, it took me a long time to believe him, but God bless the man. He was persistent and he, yeah, he's, he is without a doubt, my biggest champion. And he was the one who saw it 15 years ago when we got married. That is fascinating. And I've got to say, I mean, when you are with your, like your soulmate, let's say, right. Like it's so true. I mean, I think back and I was like, can you imagine like my husband, when I said we're moving, like. I have to be like as a dentist, okay, a dental practice, the super successful dream house, all of the things were so in place. And when I just said, I have this feeling we are, we need to move, you know, like that he was like, okay, we go. You know what I mean? There wasn't, I was not met with resistance from him at all with three children that were in school and everything else. He literally is my biggest cheerleader as well, was saying, I trust you. 
And I will follow you where you go, you know, with what you, you, your inner knowing. That's so cool. Right. Isn't it? Isn't it? I feel so lucky because a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of women don't have that. So I feel very blessed. Yes, me too. Me too. So I love that. I love that story and that he, um, you know, kind of like gave you that little nudge because that's what I feel like our partners are there for. Um, and being in the online space is not easy either. (laughs) It's a roller coaster Mm. ride of trying to figure it out and the ebbs and the flows and, and we evolve and we expand. Um, for me, you know, in the online space, I feel like I have already, I mean, my goodness, I just so many different characters, right? Like I'm like, okay, now like I've expanded through educating by continued putting myself in rooms and uh, yeah. the personal growth path, it's like you can't help but expand into a different version of you. So, you know, the dentist that was me, I am no longer. Um, and speaking to that identity um, in wanting to move them, you know, has been a little trying. And so I've had to create like shifts in my business and it's like, okay, but I've got this beautiful business created, but but there's something that's so much more calling me, but then I'm like, Oh my goodness. Okay. But oh, it's like starting uh-huh. over. <laughs> you know? I know. I but, know. It's know? wild. It's a wild ride. It is. It is so incredibly wild. But like I said, fortunately we all have, you know, having walked the path, having done it with that, you know, proof of knowing that we've done it, you can do it again and you can do it again. And fortunately too, to know people and thank goodness for Instagram and meeting people and these connections that we get to have. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful that we find brilliant, beautiful other humans doing the things like at the time we need them to fill those voids. Um, And it's just so good. That human connection, I get asked all the time, like, how do you even, like, are you running ads? Do you have a sales team? How are you finding clients? And it's almost exclusively word of mouth, real connections, somebody finding somebody on an Instagram or a LinkedIn. Like, even though we are online and we are all remote, there's still human connection that's happening. And especially... I, like you, have a heart for female entrepreneurs. I think especially in that space, if you're surrounding yourself by the right female entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. it is so collaborative, so beautiful, and so uplifting. Yes, absolutely. Like I agree a thousand percent. Okay. So what I would love to touch on is for the female entrepreneurs out there, the resistance that comes up when they are thinking about hiring, um, you know, a VA, a team like yours. Yeah. Cause there's so much like, this is so loaded. I know this is something that you and I absolutely you know, believe in investing and we, we get it. Right. But do you want to speak to this a little bit? Cause I'm sure that you're met the objections, right? Like when people call and they're like, yes, I want, I so desperately want this in my business. And then you present it and they're like, Oh, like that just seems like, that's yeah. a lot for me right now, or I don't yeah. know have the time to talk to that VA right now, yeah. which are all limiting beliefs and all excuses. So yeah. let's get into it. Yeah. Let's call it what it is, right? It's yes. an excuse yes. because 
there's always going to be a new reason not to do something. I would say I most often hear the fear piece of it that we already talked about. Like somebody couldn't possibly represent my business the way I need them to. That's a big part of it. Obviously money and budget is a big part of it is people thinking I couldn't possibly afford it. I can barely, you know, pay myself right now. How could I pay somebody else? Mm -hmm. Um, Another piece of it is time. Like I don't have the, the time, even though, you know, maybe you're going to get some help in creating your SOPs or your brand book or whatever it is. Um, but not even being able to devote the few hours to, you know, figure that out. Um, another really interesting one that I hear quite frequently is people being afraid that they don't have enough work to outsource. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) People thinking, That And I think it's, it's part of an old world mindset of thinking that you have to hire a full-time employee Uh, or you need to be able to offer somebody 20 plus hours. But I promise you that there is somebody out there who is seeking exactly what you need. Yes. Oh yeah. There is somebody out there who only wants to pick up an extra two hours a week. I promise. Absolutely. I just had someone in my business for emails for that, um, for a time for like three months that, tapped in. She's a stay-at-home mom and she transitioned out of her, out of her job and she loved it. That's all she wanted. And she's like, I'll, and then we were in Slack and that's how we communicated. And she's just put things in front of me. And it was, it was great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So if Mm -hmm. whatever the reason is that is, you know, holding you back, sometimes it's a matter of ignoring it, tamping it down, right. Turn it off. And do it scared because no matter what conversation you're having in your head, you're never going to be quite as convinced as when you see actual measurable returnable ROI. So sometimes it's giving yourself permission to find somebody for two hours a week. That's the beauty of hiring freelancers. You're not hiring employees. You're not having to deal with you know, some of the legal and the more personal things that come with hiring an employee. You're hiring somebody based on a contract and set that first one for two hours a week for a three month trial. And then you're giving yourself an out if you need it. But sometimes you just have to do it scared and do it anyway, because there's always going to be a new excuse. Yeah, that's amazing. And you can grow them into that position. However, in the beginning, to me, it's going to take more time. One, I just want to touch on what you said that you're not paying yourself. You're not going to pay yourself in the beginning. Just know that right now for yeah. a long time, every single cent that you make in your business, you will pour back into your business in the beginning and for some time thereafter. That's mm-hmm. just part of the process. I've been there, done it for a very long time with multiple businesses. It's just the way it is. And that's why you need to decide, like, know that you love what you are doing. Like, don't get into something for the money, get into it for the impact, something that you love with your heart that, you know, you know, you're put on this planet for that you want to serve. Um, that is the biggest thing because otherwise you will get burnt out so fast. Uh, yeah. because like I said, so for the person you're onboarding as well, that is a relationship that you are building as a team together. Teamwork makes the dream work a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And just to invest in that human, um, to your point, just find the right person with, you know, and if it is someone that you want to grow into your business, if it's someone you just want for the two hours and you just want that to be the online relationship that it is perfect. But if you know that you want to expand in your business and eventually bring them on potentially as a part-time and then full-time employee, that should be stated like upfront. Like I'm not there right now, but I would love to do this and I'm in it 
you know, and then you work and co-create together moving forward. But anything that you desire, as you mentioned, and I love that said so brilliantly, like there is someone seeking you for what you're seeking. Like that is the truth. This also not only for the freelancers and such goes for ideal clients and you stepping into your dream. And sometimes the fear also holds you back there because you're like, oh, the market is so saturated. There is someone for everybody seeking everybody, right? And they will find you. Your soul aligned people will find you through, like I said, you showing up authentically, stepping into your power on the front end, on the front, but you can easily have someone in the back, like kind of sweeping for you. Um, That's an extension of you. And, And it really will just allow you to fully emulate like your power from the front to attract your people, like shine your light, like the lighthouse, like shine your light to bring in the people. But I believe full heartedly, yes, like in being a female entrepreneur and us just literally fully stepping into, you know, what we're here to do, but we couldn't do it like without the help. Like I'm telling like all of you, you know, just, just give yourself the grace. Like the minute you start to invest in yourself is when the game changes. Yeah. It's, it's so huge. I think, especially speaking to women, we're so often plagued by that guilt of, I have to be doing it all. I have to be the one to make these decisions and, you know, whatever it is, we're, we're still as a society refiguring out, you know, how women can step into their own power. And that often means giving up the majority of things that you thought you were supposed to be doing and figuring out your one, two, three big zones of genius, your CEO tasks, the things that only you can be doing and give yourself permission to lean in fully to those and give up control of all the rest. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like the world, like as we become a lot more conscious, which I I love that the world's cracking open to this, um, because it really wasn't until two years ago, like until I started coming into this space that I, having been a dentist and being behind the white coat, like being very open and and very much on my personal development, spiritual path and and such, I've always been connected, right? Mm -hmm. I've always just had this inner knowing, um, you know, of something more and all, but was very much in a masculine paradigm, very much so. And as female entrepreneurs um, and when you are the boss, right? That, that, that is what I love that we are learning more and more about is like stepping into the feminine, like the duality of both, because you need both to be successful in business. Um, you can't just like, we're going to go and flow. You know, it is, uh-huh. it is the action piece that is so important, but you, but to surrender into more of that feminine of like, okay, but self-care is important for me and my business. Like if I'm going to, you know, take care of humans and other things, I have to take care of me first so that I can overflow. And yeah, you just have to say yes, because that old, old paradigm is energy sucking and doesn't allow you to fully show up in your, you know, in your power to serve and and why you're here. So I love that. I love that. I love that. So just to kind of wrap up then, if there's something like you had to say to your younger self or, any words of wisdom for a female entrepreneur that maybe is in fear right now that has, you know, that seed dream that just is in a teacher position or in a position that they're just like, oh, like soul sucking. Like this isn't, 
I know that this isn't it. Like there's something more for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe words of wisdom of, of. Yeah. I, I think we so often think I can't shift or take a leap until I figure out the perfect thing, but that's almost never the case. <laughs> almost never. Right. I went through five or six different contracts before I ever even remotely landed in marketing. And then I had to go through a couple different positions as an employee, as a contractor, a million different things before I landed where I am right now. So the, the next thing that you do to start earning a little bit of side income or testing out the waters doesn't have to be your forever thing. It just, you just have to start. And so give yourself permission to play and explore and take a contract and then leave the contract and try something else out. You're not, no longer are people working the same job for 35 years and then retiring with a pension. That world is gone. I love it. Believe and trust leap and then that will appear Absolutely. Um, it's evolution over a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't step in, you'll never know. You'll never get this minute back, this day back, like freaking live and love like every second, like of your life. Like life is just too short. It's so freaking beautiful. Like open your eyes to the beauty around you, like, and step in, step forward and seize it, you know? Absolutely. So good. Yep. You're amazing. I love your company. I love everything you are doing for women um, today. How can women, how can people find you entrepreneurs? Yeah, out there? Absolutely. So I'm most active on Instagram. So you can just find me at micro marketer. Um, but if you want to, you know, connect with me on much more of like a consult level, then um, I'm at hireamarketer.co. Oh, I love it. All right. And we'll put the two of those in the show notes as well so that people can find you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And of course, we'll be carrying on our conversation online as many of us do. Um, I love that we found each other there. So see you on Instagram. All right. Thank (laughs) Thank you you so much. Want more conversations like this? Join us in the Happy CEO Club. You will find all the resources you need to be the CEO of your life and find your inner happy. Surround yourself with people who want you to win in your business and in your life. Get more info at thehappyceo.com. It's go time. This is your life and you only get one. It's your time to shine.